ecclesia. Everybody say ecclesia. Now look to your neighbor and say ecclesia. Look to the person you picked second to be your neighbor and say ecclesia. Perfect. Okay, so here's the deal. This word in the Greek, okay, that you would find in the original language the Bible was written in means church, or it means literally gathering, but they use it to represent the word church. And I tell you that for one reason, that's because of this. From now on, when your parents say, hey, it's time to go to church, you can say, oh, you mean the ecclesia? Okay, that's why. All right, now you're ready. You can get some brownie points. You'll sound bougie as anything around the house when you start calling things for church, your ecclesia clothes, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. Okay, so Ecclesia, and that's what we're talking about tonight, is the big idea of the church. Here's the deal. When you think of the word church, what do you think of? Do you think of Bellevue Baptist Church? Yeah, sometimes, maybe. Growing up, I went to a small church called Smyrna Baptist Church. S-M-Y-R-N-A. Weird name. I thought it's in Revelation somewhere. Growing up, I thought it was a weird name of a church. We went to Smyrna, and I'll be honest, it was one of the favorite places ever. But I'm telling you, when I heard the word church growing up, I really kind of boxed it into the idea of that's, that's the building of the church that we go to. That's Smyrna Baptist Church, is the church. I tell you that, guys, because here's the deal. In the Bible, when it mentions the church, when it talks about the Iglesia, it's talking about more than a building. It's talking about the body of believers that are now people who say, no, I'm a follower of Jesus. So if I were to come out here and see Chad Lucky, what's up, Chad? And Chad, I'd say, Chad, are you a Christian? Are you a follower of Jesus? And he would say, yes. And I would say, stand up for me, Chad. You are a part of the church. Stay right there for me. I go to Cole and say, Cole, are you a follower of Jesus? Are you a believer? Yes, I am. Stand up. You're a part of the church. You're not a building. You're a person that follows Jesus. I go to Paul Jones, PJ. I say, yo, PJ, are you a follower of Jesus? And he says, yes. He says, then you are a part of the body of believers. You are the church. I can go around the room, left and right, to other people. I go to Courtney right here and say, are you a follower of Jesus? She would say, yes, I am. I've given my life to Jesus. I know that for sure. Then I would say, stand up. You're a part of the church. You can. Yes, thank you so much, Courtney. Yes. <laughs> and I go around the room to everyone else here and ask you, like, hey, have you made the decision to follow Christ? Have you made the decision to follow Jesus? And if they would answer yes, they would stand and say, like, yeah, like, I'm a part of the church. I'm a part of this body of believers. You guys can find a seat. Thank you all so much. It's just like if someone were to come up, like an, I think of, I always think of dads when I think of this one. It's like, hey man, how's the office going, you know? And they're like, well, the AC's been set at 72 degrees. My desk is made of pine wood and, uh, you know, uh, the carpet's getting a little messed up. I'm like, no, I'm not asking about the physical building of the office. I'm asking, how are the people in the office? How's Garrett Whitehorn doing? How's Abby Tilford doing? How's Morgan Corum doing? I mean, I would just go around the list and just ask, how is the office doing, meaning the people? So when we talk about the church, it's not talking about the building. It's not talking about the fellowship hall or the worship center. It's talking about believers, people who have made the decision to follow Christ. You don't become part of the church by just being in a church building. You don't become part of the church by just following certain rules or by having a Bible in your home or by singing on stage or standing up here with a microphone. Like That doesn't make you a part of the church. What makes you a part of the church is someone who has truly followed Jesus. 
by repenting of their sins, saying, Lord, I'm sorry for where I've messed up. I choose to follow you. By believing that Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead to save them and receiving Jesus, Lord and Savior. When you do that, man, Jesus changes your world upside down. And from now on, you are a part of the collective body called the church. People that go to Bellevue that are believers are a part of the church. People that go to Faith Baptist Church down the road are a part of the church. People that go to the refuge are a part of the church. People that live all the way across the world in Colombia or Istanbul, Turkey or wherever else that are believers are a part of the church. One big unified body of believers who have made the decision to follow Christ. I tell you all that tonight because here's the deal. The church that we're a part of today, the the fact that we're a part of a huge body of believers, it began 2,000 years ago in a book that we have in the Bible. In the book of Acts is where we read about it. And what happened was Jesus rose from the dead and he tells his disciples, the apostles at that moment, he says, hey, listen, I'm about to leave you guys and I am going to heaven. I'm going to ascend to the heaven, the right hand of the Father, And they're like, whoa, whoa, you just got back. Like, you're leaving again? They're like, no, no, like, you don't understand. Like, I'm leaving because I'm going to, you're going to have something far better when I leave. And Jesus leaves, and all of the Christians in that day, all the people who followed Jesus were all gathered together. And they were waiting for the Lord to fulfill his promise. And the Lord sends the Holy Spirit, and I'm not kidding, their their whole world, all these Christians were so passionate and fired up about following Jesus. And that's where we see the first church begin to be formed, and it begins to spread all over the known world. That's what the whole book of Acts is about the church going from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And today in Memphis, Tennessee, we are a part of where the church has gone and expounded, and we are all recipients of what began 2,000 years ago. How cool is that? So here's the deal. I want to know what did the church look like 2,000 years ago? And do I, a church, a guy who is a part of the church now, a person who's a real believer, does my life look like the people it did in Acts chapter 2?